Today we hear of another of the debates that Jesus has with a group, and in this case it's the group of the Sadducees. The Sadducees were members, a group within the high priestly class of Israel, and apparently they had become pretty much adjusted to life in this world, to wealth and prestige and being in connection with the authorities, even the Roman authorities. Um, you might think that they were a sort of representatives of the prosperity gospel back in the day. They, they were pretty much saying, if you're blessed by God, that means you're, you have you know, a good position in society, wealth, you know, good reputation, popularity. And they believed mainly in, they were traditionalists in the wrong sort of way. You know, they believed in the, in the first uh, five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, the books of Moses, and they considered any other further revelation after that a sort of deviation. And you know, initially in the Old Testament revelation, in fact, God spoke about his rewards in more earthly terms. So to say, you will have the promised land, you will be blessed with cattle and wealth and the wealth of nations. So they, they kind of, they were clinging to that image of the kind of rewards. And, you know, as, as revelation moves on and, perf and is perfected over the centuries, uh, Israel learns that the rewards that God gives are pretty much, are, are in this life, but mainly in, in heaven, in eternal life. Well, the Sadducees pretty much were clinging to uh, that uh, early idea of if God rewards you, it has to be in this life, right? And so they were not believers in the resurrection and life eternal. They thought that was a sort of um, <laughs> progressive idea, if you want, some sort of novelty that some people had invented and, um, and they didn't acknowledge that as true prophecy. And so they questioned Jesus on this. They say, why do you teach about the resurrection and eternal life? And what happens in this case? So they present this case that would be pose a sort of problem. Now the problem, this case of the, the uh, woman who had been married to many, to many of the brothers, um, it's not a problem for God, but it is a problem for our imagination and for... Um, you know, our sensibility. Uh, and there are many such problems. It's hard to imagine how eternal life is. For example, what age do people have? And, and what place is your body, uh, the resurrected body? And so, so there's many things that are hard for us to imagine. But precisely in the response, Jesus says that they don't know the power of God. They think that because this is a difficulty for them for their imagination and for their sensibility and even for their, you know, uh, uh, passions, right? How, how can you be married to someone and then in the next life not feel that like you're still married to that person? Well, that's definitely a challenge for our sensibility. It's not, however, it's not a problem for God's power. God who made the world out of nothing can definitely, you know, create a, a completely new world that, that overcomes all those difficulties. And their problem was to make of, um, um, think of heaven as a sort of extension of this life, as if eternal life could only be some sort of um, expanded version of the things we find here, and as if God couldn't do things differently. So Jesus says, well, you're misunderstanding things because you don't know the scriptures and you do not know the power of God. 
And so he's pointing to, you know, a sort of something they have missed deeply. Um, you have not experienced how God can do things new, even in this life. He can start to show you how his power can heal, produce miracles, change things that seemed unchangeable. You know, the incarnation the, it being one of them. But, but great conversions and great spiritual changes that people have like, could also be impossible to explain without that power of God at work. And then finally, Jesus says that about the dead being raised, he says, and this is you know, masterful because he goes to the five books of the Bible. They, the Sadducees claim that, that couldn't, the resurrection was not to be found in the early books of, of the Bible. And Jesus says, you know, already in the fact that we call the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, that is implicitly saying that they will rise because God could not adopt these names um, if, if those people are disappeared, if they are dead. That, those couldn't be the name of God. They had to be living. They had to be alive in Him. And so even in those early books you have that. So take this topic for meditation and maybe for your own reflection on whether uh, have you seen the power of God at, at work in your life? Are you tempted by this, idea, this Sadducee idea that at times God can only do what our powers in this life can do and nothing else? Have you seen that power of God at work in your life in ways that overcome the limitations of our constraints in this earth.